0: Welcome to the Fail Fast to Success podcast, where we go into great detail as to what the real normal in business is and what it really takes to build the brand you always dreamt of. We will also be interviewing people who have been through the journey that you are currently in, starting a company from scratch. They've done it before, and they'll tell you what really works, what doesn't work, and most importantly, discuss how to keep going when things go wrong. What's up, Misty? Uh, Is is, uh, first of all, is the record, is the audio sounding? better this week.
1: It sounds much better. Good, good.
0: good. <laughs> Obviously, we I had to do an impromptu podcast uh, in order to get last week's episode up and running, so wanted to make sure I don't know what's going on with the computer, but hopefully this audio is much better, and we're going to have kind of a quick podcast today um, really surrounding something that we, I, I see it a lot um, over the years, specifically just what has uh, prevented people from really it, obtaining and hitting their goals whenever it comes to the business, professional, whatever, whoever you are, whatever you are, maybe it's even in your personal life, but it's, it's really based around stop, stop getting in your, that's probably what the title is going to be. Stop, mm.
1: stop
0: getting in your uh, stop getting in the way of your own success. Mm-hmm. So speak. Now, whenever I say that, what is that? What does that mean to you? And I'm
1: putting uh, well, I kind of have a little bit of an idea of where you're going with this, but um, yeah, get out of your own it's way.
0: The raw, the raw Misty. What <sighs> Don't worry uh, about what I've said.
1: Well, personal experience. Um, Plenty of times I've gotten in my own way, overthinking things or, you know, going back in my own memory of what I think it's supposed to be or how it once was, um, you know, and. When you know asking someone else for help or reaching out to someone who knows more than I am and still not trusting them um, because you know a fear or whatever my whatever I got going on in my little brain. <laughs> so um, between self doubt and not trusting, um, yeah, just not not letting myself have whatever that is.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and I think yeah, you a know, big one that um all of us and even myself uh, suffers with you know you talk about and everybody knows you know video works good or our content works good you got to post it and um commercials or whatever it may be and people don't do it because uh, they get in their own way because they they self judge and um they don't uh, trust well while, while if you were to say hey go meet with somebody for coffee or go present to a workshop, you're not thinking anything about it. But the second about right. having to do the exact same thing on video or, or on your phone or whatever it is, all of a sudden
1: that a mindset video.
0: changes and <laughs> you are um, ju- prejudging yourself uh, e- even though everybody else is going to see you for what you are. They just see you on the other end, just like they would just see you going to get coffee or doing a presentation at a workshop. Um, so that's always one thing I think, and that's pretty common. Um, I, the other side of it is one, one thing that we, we talk about a lot too, is like, uh, whenever we hire somebody, uh, to help us do certain things or we get hired by somebody to do certain things obviously we hire somebody because they have a very specific skill set or experience or expertise in a certain area um but if we don't let them do what they do and why we hired them and we try to control some of that process or we try to uh dictate and make decisions um then we're always creating bottlenecks and stopping us from success. We're not listening. We're kind of, we're being, I'm, I feel like whenever that has happened in the past, uh, it's a little hypocritical um, for the mere fact of here I am saying, I need help in this. I don't know. That's why I'm hiring you. And then next thing I know I may be saying, well, I think this is better. or That is better. This is what we should be doing when they're telling me no, that's not what should be happening and this is what um, and it never usually works out whenever I don't fully trust and hand over mm-hmm. and off and relinquish control uh, to that person or to that partner mm-hmm. uh, and we see it on our side as well you know big mm-hmm. things is uh, you know trying to to make those decisions even though that we may be looking at very concrete things that we know say something else. Um, so we've seen it block success many of times, and we've had it block success many of times from our point of view. Um, so that's really it. You know, I think the, the biggest thing is, is if you, if you're partnering somebody, you're going to spend money and hire somebody, you have to be committed to letting them do what they do best. That is why you're, and if you want to get the most out of it, out of that investment, you have to be willing to be a bit of a student um, and let them get you there and help get you there as opposed to you trying to uh, determine in which way they will help you. Typically, you never get past go when that starts to happen um, and things fall apart pretty quickly. So that's kind of the direction that I, I was thinking of it is um, you know people just allowing people to do what they do best whether that's an employee contractor partner um, you know you gotta you've got to allow them to do it what what you hired them to do and uh, it's hard sometimes obviously especially if you're running a company
1: yeah I, I just like The first, like what I think of is um, if you're going to hire someone or work with someone, partner with someone, you know, if if you know you're going into it and they have some expertise and you're needing that, um, if you do your due diligence and, you know, you really look into this person or team or whatever it might be and you decide to move forward with them then you've done your part. And, and you can, you can be at that point, you can trust the process more. So if you've done your homework, and you're getting into something that you, you know, believe in and trust, once you get in there, continue to believe and trust.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's the only way to be able to to, to do it. And, um, and I just see that a lot of times. Now is it, uh, perfect science every single no sometimes yeah. you know you may have to step in or um you know something is 100 percent right but the, there's a thin line between knowing um something better than the experts should know it and uh between that and just thinking that you know or having Uh, some reservation about doing certain things. Um, And I can tell you that every time that I've been able to get out of my own way and trust the process, trust the people that I'm really relying on, and I've put that faith in, 10 times the results every single time. And I'm happier, I'm freer, and I, I actually grow from it, to be quite honest with you.
1: Yeah. And what I think about is if you're going into this and you're and you're trusting, right, you're you're relinquishing that control because you're asking someone who knows better or specializes in something. When you get to places um, where you don't know, instead of, you know, instead of you trying to drive, you know, and control the situation, um, how about ask really good questions um to make it make sense to you and and then you can you know sleep better or chill out or whatever but um yeah definitely if you're seeking help then let yourself be helped all All in all in
0: you gotta if you're making a decision you're making a commitment you need to be willing to make that decision that commitment Mm -hmm. 110 percent committed Mm -hmm. And focused and that i think that's what we're we're both kind of saying yep. uh, is that you have to otherwise you don't know if it was actually their issue and they were the ones that messed up it could have mm-hmm. you didn't allow them to do what they needed to do mm-hmm. and that was a big eye-opener for me and from what i've seen on both sides of the coin whenever it comes to that so Stop getting in your own way. If you're, if you're hiring, go hire and trust that your instinct of why you hired them is correct. If not, mm-hmm. you're going to learn from it and be able to make better decisions in the future. So that's, um, that's pretty much it. Got and it. To add to it.
1: No, trust the process.
0: Trust the process. Stop getting in your own way. I promise you, you will reap the benefits if you do that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Business in the Car, formerly known as Documenting in the Car. And if you're not familiar with these segments, um, it's really just while I'm in the car, either going from the office to the house, vice versa, getting stuff done, just kind of talking about documenting and uh, what we got going on, what we're working on today, and uh, be able to get into uh, issues that we're having, how we're looking to solve certain problems, and uh, obviously if you've listened to these before, you know, that just kind of came about. always thought it'd be cool to kind of document uh, on a daily basis as much as possible because I, I think a lot of people probably can share similar stories and um, I think it'd be cool just to kind of be able to go back and listen one day, uh, the journey. So, um, today really working on, uh, we were at our team meeting today, um, as well, which we talked a lot about the new program we're about to launch, talked over, uh, some copy writing for, um, just some stuff. I felt like we could work a little bit or pay a little bit better attention. I mean, I, I look at it from a different perspective than the team does and our creative talent who are awesome and, um, fantastic, and if there's a account where we're not quite getting the numbers we want, especially if it's one we worked on for a long time, then that's where I'll I'll come in and just take a look and uh, just look at kind of what we're running and what we're promoting, and then helping you know try to identify why we may not be getting the results that we want. Um, not bad results, just not not as good as we want them to be. So went in, checked on that, and uh, noticed that, um, you know, the product that we're looking at right now is is somewhat, uh, I wouldn't say it's a commodity, but it's something that people can get at their local store for really, really cheap. And we're trying to sell something that you can go buy for a couple bucks, uh, a version of that. Now it's a better version, more quality, all of that, but for about four times that, or, or shoot, Fifteen times or twenty times that, actually. So about forty dollars, I think. Um, but really looking into why we might not be uh, getting the response we want, and um, challenge the team. You know, there's one thing that I think that uh, occasionally we we tend to forget that. You know, the ultimate goal for the marketplace, especially whenever you're writing copy or sales presentations or whatever it may be, is it's really the benefit of the benefit is, is what people care about the most. It's not, um, you know, it's not the, the the what they're going through at that time or what they're experiencing at that time is not necessarily what's going to grab their attention. And, and kind of what I mean by that is, you know, first and foremost, a good example would be Mortgage lender, uh, lending officer, loan officer, um, whenever they're talking about a mortgage, you know, mortgages are p- pretty much the same across the board. Anybody can get you a rate around the same amount and provide you with a mortgage. And, um, and they're all going to be kind of similar. But what makes people choose one mortgage company over the other? I mean, that's a topic in itself. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day... People don't really want a mortgage. They want a house. Um, And so when you think about that, that is the benefit of the benefit of getting approved for a mortgage is you get to buy a house. Um, In similar examples, uh, we are talking about a certain product that may allow you to see or read better, um, whereas the... I guess the, and I'm not, I'm not sure if this is like a circumstance or whatever, but um, talking about, well, if, if you utilize this product, you won't have as much strain on your eyes. Okay, that's great. But, you know, people really aren't looking too much about the strain on your eyes. It's really not resonating with them. It's really more what the straining of the eyes do. What does, what does that cause? What does that create? Well, it creates headaches, maybe even migraines, could be dizziness, could be loss of eyesight. Um, I mean, you name it, there's a lot of things that looking at something and not and having a strain is going to cause. So people that typically are having the strain are more than likely going to be suffering from some of these issues. And that's really what they want to get rid of. It's not they could care less about straining their eyes. But it's what straining of the eyes actually makes them do. And how can we prevent that and talk about uh, instead of straining of the eyes, why not talk about, um, you know, the the migraines or getting headaches or dizziness or loss of vision. Vision keeps getting worse. Can't sleep at night. I mean, all of these things that are are, and you could even take that to a, a little bit of a different level. Um, As far as what that even creates and uh, in order to speak and craft a message that may resonate a little bit better. So that was one big thing that we talked about um, and went through. But, you know, our team has it. I mean, they're phenomenal with what they do. I just try to help out any way I can, if I can. And, um, you know, something that we went through today, but maybe somebody will find that helpful as they're putting together content and everything else and then the other one uh met with business development manager as you all probably know misty's and we were talking about um one of our programs that we're promoting uh which is our web connect iq software which really automates all the top end stuff from a sales perspective it automates scheduling appointments conversating um Uh, with visitors to your website so you can get them to communicate with you as opposed to just coming to your website looking at some pages and uh, leaving you know this allows us to to get and capture uh, their attention and engagement and then start a conversation with them through text or or, or, uh, chat features then you know automating everything from follow-ups to nurturing so literally you're not having to think about doing this and if you are a smaller uh, you got a smaller team below 25 people or so you know automating a lot of that top-end stuff that just takes time that takes human hours uh, to implement one you know typically you're not going to be able to get to all the leads that come in and and stay and follow up with them until they're ready to buy you generally uh, only have the manpower to uh, handle the the A leads that are ready to go right now and then all these other leads are falling off and they could have easily been closed with a little bit of follow-up. So it's automating all of these processes and it's really phenomenal tool and and builds up reviews and reputation management automatically and uh, so it automates all this stuff and it's um, acts and streamlines a lot of that top-end stuff, gives you your time back, is more efficient, does a lot of the The um, just the mundane things that uh, now we can leverage artificial intelligence and machine learning to do like our platform does. But uh, we launched it, I guess, about four months ago, started marketing it, and typically how we like to do it as I've talked about before, is we like to kind of start off with a smaller segment. We want to get some people in, uh, really make sure that we are over delivering at that moment, but also we're going to figure out what's working, not working and make those changes. So we we, uh, did an initial test. We got some uh, businesses and and customers coming in Uh, whenever they did. Then we were able to learn some. Um, Obviously, not all of them went the way that we wanted because there's stuff that we didn't realize uh, until we really opened it up uh, that there were going to be issues. So we we paused the campaigns, made those corrections, made sure we were able to service those clients, learn a lot of things, correct those bottlenecks that we had. Then we wanted to open it back up. And initially, because it was brand new, I was taking those sales calls. And, um, you know, whenever it's a new product or a new program, uh, typically... I'm going to be the best ones to take those, uh, at least right now, because I just know more about it, and I've been a little bit more in the know. And then it's my responsibility to make sure the sales team or the business development team is um, knows the what to, you know, the the ins and the outs, the objections, and all of that, and kind of how to to craft things. So initially, it was a little bit easier to, to whenever we got people on the demo or the phone call uh, for me to go through and talk about all the different things. Uh, but then once we got clients in, we weren't learned some things, we, we worked through those bottlenecks from a service standpoint and an inbound standpoint and a customer service standpoint. Now we want to start it back up. And we did uh, within the last week. And we started getting inbound leads coming in and scheduling calls and all that. Um, but we haven't had anybody... Close yet. We've got a free, you get your first month free. We set everything up for free. Um, it's really a, a no risk situation. Um, and so, you know, we were talking through it, just kind of wondering what was going on. And she was able to provide me with some really good feedback, which one was some people, whenever they get on the call and we're having to, you know, with our follow-ups and all of that, we use our own system that we set up for them. So they're, getting it and seeing it in action and working, uh, on them to them to show up and schedule and all that. So, uh, that's one of the cool things is whenever you practice, what you preach, people get to see that it worked on them. And so same way it would work for their business, for their clients and customers. But, uh, so we started going through what that looked like and why she may not have as, as much luck. Um, so we really looked at the sales process and what was going on there and one thing was that whenever some would get on the call Misty was talking to them they they couldn't quite remember um what it was who who it was that we were uh they may be looking at other platforms and softwares for their sales and marketing um but so they don't they they couldn't remember which one was which so I'm going to create a short little video that goes out with the reminders that their appointments coming up. That says, "Hey, watch this video," and then I'm going to go give them a little bit of an overview, and hopefully that even helps to warm them up before that call. But um, the big thing was on the actual sales uh, script, uh, which we don't really do set scripts. I like to do more uh, of just setting up the 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 overview, um, have questions to ask, uh, and then allow the rep to, uh, move a little bit in between. Uh, I will put scripts together word by word, but I found that those don't work as good and I'm okay that, um, reps and, uh, you know, they're going to be going, they're going to be losing deals most likely whenever they're initially starting off. But I think doing it this way, they learn faster and in the long run, it actually ends up working out better. We get better quality. So, um, at the end of the day, um, uh, at, at the end of the day we, uh, put that together. We started talking about it and really was able to come down with what some of the main objections were and what, uh, kind of what was holding people back or what questions she didn't know how to answer. And one of them was mainly like, what makes you guys different than all these other platforms or what I currently have? And, you know, I really broke it down pretty simple. It's not a huge sell here. It's not a ton we have to go through. Really, it's more about finding out what what they think they need to hit their goals Uh, whenever it comes to a software solution that can automate a lot of things for their business and setting up that marketing automation. And, you know, at the end of the day, the the answer really is, I I don't know what makes us different. I don't know who you're looking at. And quite honestly, I don't know all the ins and outs of what they provide. Um, So whenever it comes down to it, like if you currently are using a software or a CRM type system, whatever that is, But you scheduled this call. I mean, the first thing should be, okay, so you have a CRM system. You want to know how it's different. I can't necessarily tell you that. But what I can tell you is that um, what I can tell you is what we can do. So if you've got a current CRM, Mr. or Ms. Customer, what is it about that CRM that you wish it did or isn't doing that you wish it would do? So that way, now what we're doing is we're positioning things so that they tell us exactly what they want. And then it becomes, and most of it, because our software and our CRM system uh, pretty much does anything and everything, and it's all in one place and streamlines probably 10 to 15 different softwares that most companies are using, uh, one-offs. So not only does it save usually $1,000 a month, but... Uh, it provides all these extra tools, so they start going in well, I need um, my the ability for people to schedule an appointment automatically. I need you know people to be followed up with on a constant basis. I need uh, the ability to communicate with people that are visiting my website uh, because I have a educational product, and it I need them to learn a little bit more, typically. And so we need to be able to open up those lines of communication uh, as soon as they visit that website so they're not just leaving because they didn't get the que- the answers to the questions that they have. And so that is really breaking it down. And it just goes to show, you know, as we go through really, really simplified, here's the three questions, you know, we want you to ask um, this should at the end of these three questions. Uh, At the end of it, you should have outlined exactly what they're looking for and what they want. And then it's a simple, yes, we can do that. And by the way, the best way to, to do it is we give you your first month free. There's absolutely no obligation. Go ahead and sign up. You get on your own boarding call. That is where you're going to be able to have our team set it up for you. And then you have a few weeks to try it out and see if it's exactly what you want. Chances are it's going to be. And we know that. So we just need to get them in and signed up. Uh, And we know once we set it up and we know it's working correctly, as opposed to other softwares or CRM systems where you're having to set that up on your own. And if you're like me, it never gets done. So you just end up canceling anyway. We're actually going to do it for you. We're going to help you and assist you with that. Make sure it's working and customized to your business. So we know that if we can just get them in, then at that point, it's going to be um, uh, good. So... We went through that and now we're going to see if that those changes, which I think they are, and I think Misty thinks they are as well, is going to make a big difference. We start seeing some signups happening, but it all goes to show that this is all, um, you know, it's all process. Nothing is going to come out the gates ready to start scaling. You've got to be able to identify each part of the process to see where the bottlenecks are, once you identify those and you correct them, then you move to the next one. And you have to understand that there's going to be, if you're looking to grow and scale and you've got to have team members take on things, you got to understand there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. And that's okay. That's part of it. But it's worth it. It's worth identifying and letting them go through the motions Come back. Don't get upset because things aren't closing as um, quickly as you want. The closings will come and they're going to come a lot faster, a lot better, a lot more repeatable, and a lot more scalable because you've identified bottlenecks as you went along. You corrected those, and then you don't have to really worry about them too much in the future moving forward. And it's all streamlined and working great. And the next thing you know is you're starting to see deals coming in at a much higher rate. So, you know, that, that's kind of where we were at today. Kind of a couple of key things that I thought would be cool to talk about, hopefully provide some value. But, um, anyway, if you learned something new or, uh, think anybody else would be interested, Phil, please share this. Um, you know, obviously we're not doing ads or anything like that. So if you learned something new, share it, love to have more listeners. But other than that, um, wish you guys all the best, probably talk to you tomorrow.